Couch Bums, we are back, baby. Episode 33. I am Gabe Diaz, your host. With me, I have Jamie. Say what's up to the people. Yeah. See my gin and juice right here? Oh, okay. In my, in my pentagram cup. You hear the ice? You hear the ice? You hear the ice? <laughs> the, click, the clickety click. Oh, is that from uh, last podcast? On last the, podcast, yeah. Sister podcast, love podcast, so love. So you, just got like, so you just got like my pentagram and then like just this bright pink grapefruit drink. It's just like, this yeah. is my vibe right now. Bro. I love your vibes right now. I fuck with it. With us, we also have Crenolds. Say what's up to the people. Yo, what up? Gabe's dad. How's There's it going? Bill. <laughs> yeah, Bill's already meowing. What's up, Bill? Uh, so, yeah, dude, you, yo, so I saw if you, if you slowly blink at your cat, it'll like yeah. meow back at you. It'll meow. Yeah, because it's like that's how you tell you. That's how you tell it. Yeah, it, you love it. They like slow blinks. Yeah, that's how you show affection for sure. Oh, me and Bill, me and Bill would just stare into each other's eyes. Like that's a legit thing. I'm not even being like sarcastic. All right, let's keep going. But that's it. Just let that sit right there. Just have a moment. Ruminate. <laughs> yo, yo, okay, yo, marinate. Yo, you want to hear some mass news, bro? Yeah, go ahead. I got a date on Friday, dog. Yo, I was gonna ask you, bro, if that was last Friday. But, uh, That's this Friday. Friday, right? Okay. Yeah. What's the What's the plan? What's the setup? So I'm gonna. I took my my club Panthers tickets off the marketplace. So I'm just gonna flex and take her to that. Ooh, yeah, that's gonna be lit, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, let's get Bill out of my. When room. this happens, she she this works in my office. Oh yeah, bro. That nice. boy has to put the Mac it's like down. A she real came to person. him, right? Then she got to you. She like all the the day she broke up with her man. She was like, "So you're on the 25th floor, right?" You know, I was like, "I okay, so I could like date whomever in the city, but I choose the one that could have detrimental impact on my professional life and my personal <laughs> life." The secretary, yeah, like the boss's wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a callback to the same. We'll, we'll get to that part. That that line in the saint oh, when he was okay. like, "I had to pretend like I was bad in bed to." to oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit, that, that's done, that bro. Shit. That whole man wanted the whole Russian army on him. Wait, I had to like, I had to pause it and I had to think like, wait, what? Like, and then it hit me, and I was like, like yo, who did he? Who did, this is oh, an American oh, classic? Oh. Get the Russian sheets, girl. Yo, ninety-seven, bro, ninety-seven. But uh, yeah, that's today it. we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Hugh Jackman's new movie on HBO Max and in theaters, Reminiscence. And also, last week, I realized that my bums here, my boys here, didn't know shit about Val Kilmer. So I thought we'd just throw one in there just to get you guys a little taste of it, uh, of his potential. You know what I'm saying? Because Kay was like, yo, I wasn't raised in the 60s and shit. So I was like, boom, me neither. Here you go. Here's some 90s shit for you. Um, but before we do that, uh, please, if you're fucking with the with the podcast, you know, the classic rate, subscribe, share with your homies, drop us a review. We already have a few bums. Drop us reviews on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate all of you guys for doing that. Um, but yeah, let's just jump into this shit. Hugh Jackman is no, back. Let's, let's do what? the same first, bro. You want to do the same first? Yeah, because the really, really, is really a actual move. Yeah, I got I got a lot of shit to talk about, bro. You really want to talk about say? Yeah, All right, you know. Yeah. Okay, let me let me go to my notes. Let me change it up. Let's go. Let's like, no one gives a shit about the saint. So, <laughs> do you want to start? Is there something you want to open up with the saint before I even you know? So just, it's just it's just it's it was entertaining. It's just '90s cheese. 
all the way through. Like the opening <laughs> when like this fish falls off the balcony because a dog like pushes her, and then you see her like blood trickling and shit, and then you see him like staring. This little kid staring is just so. Let me, you know what? Let me go through my thing. Let me break this down how I have it in my notes, and we'll just ride with it. Um, so so yeah, you gotta know this is a remake or a reboot, I guess, of a TV show that was in the '60s starring Roger Moore, aka James Bond. So it has like those elements into it. Um, but it's 97, 1997, starring Val Kilmer, of course. We have Val who plays Simon Templar. Um, he grows up with some mean ass priest as an orphan. Um, but you see baby Val, uh, he, he doesn't stand for that shit. And he's he got to escape. Fucking tan as shit, though, for living in, in like, Eastern Europe. That guy, that's a kid. <laughs> oh, it's like, like tan as yeah. shit, bro. They got him the spray tan. They got him the bow treatment. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just happened like this. The, they couldn't afford to give, like, these kids food and shit, but they had, like, a spray tan booth. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> it's for the priest. But I what, think they're misappropriating... Uh, it's for the priest, but because he can sneak around, he always gets, like, extra hours in that shit. <laughs> I guess it's, like, a Catholic <laughs> church, so I guess they're, like, the, the priests are, like, we need to have, the, like, the hottest kids, right? Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me not. Let me not there was like a like this conservative group was tracking like phone data, and they found that like within like areas of the of the Vatican where tourists aren't allowed, only priests are allowed. Uh-huh. That there was a lot of there was like data going between cell phones to the tin to a grinder app. So like they're oh like tracking grinder data and like finding like pre gay priests like and shit. Primo ass. They're trying but to it's kind of shitty because like it's they're going after gay priests, which that's perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But they're not to going go after, after the priest. pedophile priest. So it's like uh, it, that's kind of it's misguided. Uh, it's like who, like, who yeah. cares if the priest is gay? Like who cares? There's two because the, yeah, it's like there's two different ones. At first time I was like gay priest, pedophile priest. I don't know exactly where you're going with that, but I'm totally with you. Mm-hmm. Um. But back, back, <laughs> back, to, back, to, back to the movie. Um, yeah, in the opening, you have tan ass baby Val Kilmer. Um, he's like the troublemaker. He's the magician because he's always like sneaking around. And uh, he like refuses to go by whatever they name him. They always name him after or they name him after a saint. And he's like, I don't fuck with that. So they're like, no one's getting food until you admit your name. But he like MacGyver's this shit, MacGruber's this shit, and like breaks breaks the, the lock or unlocks the fucking shit, gets everybody food. They all feast, and that same night Val's like, "Yo, we're breaking out this bitch." But before I do, before I escape, I gotta go it's say bye to my baby girl. Yeah. I gotta go say bye to my baby girl. So I want to get that that last kiss before I'm out. So he heads over. They're like on top of this balcony. They're like a couple stories up or whatever. He finds the girl and he's like, yo, I'm here for this last kiss. But wait, check this shit out real quick before you kiss me. Just throws his like pocket knife in the air for like no reason. Just like the, the, only, tool, seven, bro. Uh, the only tool he's got. Just toss it in the air. Obviously doesn't catch it. Shit falls. And then alerts security. And then a bunch of dogs just come out. I don't know where the dogs came from. I guess Catholic Church have tight security like that. Dogs come rushing out, and poor Agnes, bro. Poor Agnes just falls like, what, like 20, 20 feet and just black. 
Black somehow this dog somehow this dog flips her over the railing and she just like yeeted over the side and just fell and died. Yeah. And like I this mean, and yeah. this is like scars him for the rest of his life. He's like Bro. he just sees Agnes and everything. He he you just see the, the classic zoom out out of the baby face into Val Kilmer's adult face, but you still see that he has the trauma in the eyes. It's like damn he hasn't forgot about that shit. Not one day has gone by without him thinking about Agnes, bro. <laughs> um but yeah that's that setup right there that whole opening should set the tone for you like off rip after that i was like all right because it's been i've seen this before but i was a kid when i saw it so like i'm also going into this kind of fresh so right then and there i was like all right this is some cheese this is some 90s fun this isn't gonna be like anything this isn't one of the ones where, like, he's going for an Oscar. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one's reloading their forearms, like, in this spy movie. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, like, after we we just watched the Val Kilmer documentary last episode, and it honestly made me feel like his brother, his brother who passed away was super creative and, like, had all these different characters. And he's the one that should have lived. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Chill, <son>. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, no. No, yeah, why'd you turn you gotta twist it into some fucked up shit like that, bro. but like it felt like he chose this movie because it was a movie that his brother would have really fucked with or would have made because he gets to like flex his like acting abilities there's different set pieces he's different characters different disguises different accents you know throughout the movie so it just felt like like having that knowledge was like damn this is so cool just to see him like in this like spot you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, cool. but yeah you got your classic uh russians are the bad guys yeah. so you know you already know when it's that that setting you're like all right this is like the like this is some older time just let's put it like, out here right, bad guys. So like 70 percent of this movie is just beige and gray so like if you're not a fan of color and you're a fan of just like human despair this is true. <laughs> this is true. This is and then they go so, to the they go to the in contrast they go to the American Embassy later on in the movie and they get like pinball machines and Coca Cola vending machines bro, and everyone's smiling and shit. Okay. When they were in the embassy and and like this is a little bit of spoiler we're a little jumping ahead but there's a part where she's running they get she gets there and then a soldier's like get back get back did that soldier not look like Jacob Condra to you like look if you look back at her. I don't know about Dark Side, but just face-wise, he looked just like him, bro, to me. I, I was like, yo, shout out Jacob real quick. If he's listening to this podcast, you're a legend, bro, since 97. Since 97, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so the plot real quick, uh, the Russians want Val, who's like a professional thief. Everyone wants steal, Val. The women want steal, Val. The Russians everyone want wants Val. Val. <laughs> to steal Dr. Emma Russell's formula for cold fusion. She's played by Elizabeth Shue. From the but what, they, but what they didn't count on was Emma stealing his heart. Oh, my God. That, that's the fucking Yo, that's the twist, dude, uh, bro. This, she won award for the weakest female character ever. It's like everything Val does. She's like this Oxford scientist. She's recreating energy. And then she's like Val like pulls some cash out of his dick. And then she's like, oh my god! Hey. It's honestly, it's kind of, it's a little like weird too because he does research on her, and he's like, oh, that's what her dad looks like. Cool, I'm gonna go ahead and dress Look, up like her yeah. dad and seduce her 
as her dad, and I was like, okay, are you saying she wants to fuck her dad? Like, I mean, I was taking notes. She had daddy issues, obviously. Yeah, heavy daddy issues. And there's a point where she's like, oh my god, like, just the fact that you noticed me. It's like, bitch, bitch, you're like, you are... what? Have some self worth, girl. Like you yeah. are it. You are the like, person, yeah. dude. You're making like nuclear fucking cold fusion here and shit. And you're like, oh my god, you have long hair and notice. Yo, and like literally, like when they're at the bar, and he's like, all right, this is the three steps to like getting this woman's heart. First, he sits down and looks like Val Kilmer, massive. <laughs> second, <laughs> second, he he gets a, a postcard and he like does the whole magic trick where he like pulls it behind yeah. her ear. She's like, yeah. "Oh, this this boy learned magic? Okay, okay, I'm the best." <laughs> okay. And then he like, and then they're like, "Okay, uh, the raider comes back. And he's like, hey, this is like a four hundred dollar bottle of wine.'" And he like reaches in his pants and pulls oh, yeah. a lot of cash. From like let next to his dick, and it's like then she was like, yeah. you know, that sealed the deal for me, dog. That was yeah, it. Like, awesome. that I was, was it. like, wait, what? Like there was no other spot he could have. Yeah. He just had to like whip out his dick right there real quick. It was the most. Yeah. It was the most hack, pretentious, like sappy love shit where he's like this sensitive artist. Everything was just like it was just so cliche and uh, it's, yeah. It was, it was. It was. It was. I mean, they both look good, so it's all good. Yeah, the I'd say she is probably one of the weakest parts of this movie, and they're they're they have a lot of fucking cheesy dialogue between the two of them. Yeah, it's a little bit sappy, and like Val Kilmer is like this badass like spy thief, and then he just ends up being like all obsessed and lovey dovey with her, and yeah. it's all like. You, how, how am I gonna find you? You found me. <laughs> like they said that shit like five times. Like you found me. Remember, <laughs> I'll find you now. And he has like this it. arbitrary. He's like for some reason he's like you know at forty two million dollars. That ain't it. I gotta get to fifty exactly, and then I cut out the out the entire and game. I'm right? out the game, baby. Yeah. I'm out the game. It's like no. yo. I was, I was thinking about Carrie. I was like. If me and Carrie were there, we'd be like, yo, we can invest that 42 million and grow the eight and just not uh-huh. like being like Russian people shooting after you and shit. Like, <laughs> Bro, can we talk about uh, the goofy ass villain I don't want that turns into Zuko with his like burn up face oh, and yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love there's this part where Bao is like setting up a distraction or whatever so that um, Elizabeth Shue's character can get away and he just like stands in front of, of the bad guy. And then the bad guy notices him and he just takes off after him, but like yeah. doesn't tackle him. He like drop kicks slash karate kicks yeah. him and then just like runs back and is like, yo, I fucking love this character, bro. And he He's has a, like he has a cane for no reason. No it was, reason at all. It's purely just to like prove that he's a villain, I guess. I don't know. Like, yes, I don't know. And he just has this like smug face the whole time. He thinks he, he has that demeanor, like he's hot shit, yeah. but he's done nothing. He's like, the most Italian looking russian dude i've ever seen my entire life bro <laughs> yeah for real like i he was definitely miscast and they're, like, they're, and apparently he's like a gigantic fan of euro trash music so whenever they're in the car together it's like that was everybody was jamming out to that 97 bro come on son that's not just him. they're, they're <laughs> russians <laughs> dying in the streets because they don't have any heating oil or anything and these guys are just like doing like night at the roxbury like skits in their car driving <laughs> murder some of them no man but it was just, it was it's a fun movie it's honestly just a fun fucking movie i love seeing val kilmer's disguise how they like progressively get worse as the movie gets out like he puts less and less effort into it where he looks 
He somehow looks different every time, but also exactly the same every time. It's like Val Kilmer, but with glasses. That was the point where he was like, for the first half of the movie, he was sitting in, in hair and makeup for eight hours a day. And they're like, she was like, you know what, bro? I'm too big of a star. I'm Iceman, dog. Like, I'm, I'm Iceman, bigger man. than this. So there, it's like, it's like, man. It's like Jennifer man. Lawrence, like Jennifer Lawrence in, in one of the later X-Men where she's never blue because she's like, I, I'm, I'm too big of a star to be sitting and like getting painted up for like eight yeah. hours. Hit this guy was like, yo, just give me some fucking wig and let's get out of here. Like I, all of my acting <laughs> be the disguise, you know? <laughs> no, it, it makes sense. Cause like going back to the documentary we watched, uh, this is what he made right after Batman. And in Batman, he felt like he couldn't act or really do anything because he was going up against Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones. So it makes sense for the next one to be a movie where he could play a whole bunch of characters, do a whole bunch of disguises and like accents. And for the most part, I feel like he killed his accent. His Russian isn't too goofy, bro. His Russian, like he looked good Russian. He did a good Aussie accent at one point. Yeah. Uh, his German is solid. His German. No, the German. Solid, the German one is probably his like his goofiest one. It was the. It was goofy, but like it was a fun, like a fun goofy accent. Like it wasn't like it's not like he was like in a like a movie with Hitler or some shit. Like it wasn't yeah. like he was you know it was anything like that. But like for what it was, I thought it was good. I thought it was solid. It made me smile whenever I heard his German accent. Um, I like the way the movie wrapped up. We got Val outsmarting, outsmarting everyone. You know, I thought that was cool. Uh, wrapped everything up. Um, I would, I would honestly, I would give this a high futon. Uh, I can't give it a couch bump just because of the the goofy love scenes and just Elizabeth Shue's character. Honestly, just kind of weak. There's always one character that pulls it down for me, and that that was her. But overall, I had a fun time watching Val Kilmer do his thing, stretch his acting muscles, kick ass. Um. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a high futon for your boy Gabe. What's up? So What's up, Jamie? What would you give it? I get two more. And Carrie, let me see how you feel about this. So, one, I didn't realize that like in Russia in 1997, you would be at a bar and then you would just have like you'd be like doing bumps of cocaine and like watching rats like race through a tube, and that was like <laughs> that was the crazy, national pastime right? for Russia. <laughs> that was really crazy. What that the fuck nice. was that scene about, yo? <laughs> But it also looked kind of lit. Like, I kind of wanted yeah. to be part of that. I, yeah. was, I was like, yo, they're having the best time. And they're, like, pushing stacks of cash on these rats, though. <laughs> yeah, like, they're making racks, bro. But the, the, one thing I, the, the one thing I took away from it was, you know, they do the they do the decryption, uh, like, software yeah. when they're talking to each other. The high-tech shit. I wish it would have been, like, a throwback would have been, like, the one of the Russians sends him a decrypted letter, and it's, like, decrypting. It says... Uh-huh. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> so Christmas story. Huh? Christmas story? From the Christmas story. Yeah, the oh. the aiding decoder ring. I haven't seen it, bro. She, you haven't seen it? It, it, plays, it plays 24 hours on TBS every Christmas. Is the black and white one where he's like running in the streets? No. It's no. little it's white boy. Ralphie, you're going to shoot your eye out, kid? That bullshit? Damn, I haven't seen it, bro. I haven't yo. seen it. We, we didn't watch it growing up, bro. Jesus, I'm sorry. <laughs> yo, yo, next podcast, Christmas story coming at you, bro. It's we'll an American review. classic, bro. I believe you, bro. I believe you. We're, we're reviewing American well, classic that, right that now. That joke doesn't see. make any sense. Gustavo's probably bro. cracking up right now, yo, bro. That's a, that's a deep <laughs> cut, bro. For the, the heavy the heavy movie people, the even heavier than us, they're probably <laughs> laughing. The 95% outside. of Americans who have seen a Christmas story. <laughs> Like, that's the number one joke from the entire movie. <laughs> I believe you, bro. I wish I saw it. Yo. Hey, you saw it? You've seen it? 
Every time I see that on TV, I change the channel. I watch uh, nothing. I watch anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is my Christmas movie. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what'd you give this, bro? Uh, Low Futon. I was just like, all right. I'm watching uh, Val Kilmer act like Tommy Wiseau half the time. Just <laughs> oh, like, chill, chill. He'd just put on long hair and be like, I speak slow. Type yeah. of and he was like, remember when he was And then this bitch falls in love with him. I was just like, I can't, I can't take this seriously at all. It's so bad. Wait, was the, that supposed to be taken seriously? Yeah, yeah, I know. But it was, it was like my, sus- my, uh, Suspension of disbelief <laughs> yeah, was, got it. was already got it. low, and it like went just below that. And I was like, all right. He had that yeah, line where he uh, he like ran out of the pub when he was still doing like the long hair, like he, the dick uh-huh. cash scene. Yeah, he said? He 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 smashes the bottle and lays down, and she's like, "What happened?" He's like, "I was weeping, and then I slipped." Like, I was thinking of you. He's like, he's like, I was. He literally said, "I was weeping, and then I fell." And like somehow cut his head, and then he just he smashes cheeks, and then he <laughs> and then he did. So I was like, all right, yeah. I mean, it's like that's that's so all. He for like ten minutes, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, let's go ahead and talk reminiscence. Woo! You Are we not doing an ad anymore? Nah, nah. Let's just let's just jump. Yeah, good, jump good, into good, reminiscence. Good. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, drink your open um, tea. Like so. <laughs> Uh, Hugh Jackman is back, back on the big screen. So let's talk about if it's worth uh, risking COVID for or if you should just stay at home and watch it on HBO Max like we all did. Uh, (laughs) Hugh Jackman plays Nick Bannister. He's a private investigator of the mind. If you asked me what what was the main character's name, I would have not been able to bring up Nick or Bannister. It was was Hugh Jackman playing in in Inception. Yeah, it was just Wolverine, honestly. Um, So yeah, he's uh, he's even like he's laying in the fucking when he's laying in like the pod liquid and shit, and he like pushes up. That's like straight out of Wolverine. Yeah, true, true. Uh, the experiment when he's coming out of the experiment, he's like ripping people up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so he can he has this sick ass technology where you can look into people's minds and pull up their memories so he uses the uh he uses that to help the police interrogate criminals uh if you lost your legs in the war and you miss your dog he's your go-to guy or it could be a, something as simple as losing your keys uh and that's where we get the beautiful ass rebecca ferguson who plays may you've probably seen kick ass in mission impossible um that's pretty much the only thing i've seen her in so it's good she was in kick ass Mission Impossible. She was oh. kicking ass in Mission Impossible. Oh. Oh. <laughs> then, At least kick ass and Mission yeah. Impossible. Like, wait, yeah, nah, 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 my bad, my bad. No, she was kicking ass in Mission Impossible. Um, so May pulls up to Nick asking for help to find her keys. Classic. And over it, you know, she's trying to seduce his ass. She was like getting into the water. Yeah, so like Jamie yeah. described it's like a water pod, a tank where you have to you have to be naked. I mean, Hugh Jackman's never butt as naked in it. But she got I, – I don't think so. I think he always has pants on when he gets in, right? I mean, he got underwear, I think. Yeah, he's got underwear, but, you know, she tries to do some so She gets naked, off rip, gets in there. He gets all entranced in love with her because he sees her sing a song at a bar. Yeah. And so he's <laughs> like, damn, that's that's the one. That's well, the it's, one. It's, it's, it's the song that his grandpa yeah, yeah. sings. Yeah, true. It's a, it, it does have an attachment to him because it's a song that his and she looks like said. that. So that does and she looks dope. how she looks. So yeah. it's, a, it's got it's got to be a sign that she's singing that song. Yeah. Um, 
So he helps her find her keys. She leaves behind her earrings. So he tracks her back to that bar, sees her sing again. They hit it off and they quickly form a relationship. And then like next scene, she's gone. (laughs) She just has disappeared. And he's just like, yo, where the fuck is May? That's it. So even though Nick is like, have you checked no. between April and June? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> nice, <laughs> woo, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nah, but like, even though Nick is like, yo, I'm I look like Wolverine. I'm ripped as fuck, but for some reason, I feel like I'm never gonna do better than this. Yeah. I have to be obsessed with her from now on. And I, I think this is the biggest problem for me is that I never gave a fuck about the relationship. Like I never I agree. It I was like. Um, I just wanted Hugh Jackman to not hurt anymore, you know? I was like, he doesn't <laughs> But even then, like, I, that's another thing, too, is, like, Hugh Jackman's character was never a likable character to me. Like, he's, he was making crazy-ass decisions, dumb-ass decisions. He was all over the place for the most part. And, again, there was never, like, a – like, I didn't – He's I never a war veteran. Him. Like, how dare you? He's a war veteran. But he never even acts like you. Like, he has a, there's moments where he has, he's pointing guns at bad guys and his hands are like trembling and shit. And I'm like, yo, what? Like, you're, yeah. I thought you were a war hero or something. He's got adamantium so, poisoning, remember? <laughs> that must be it, bro. <laughs> must be it. But um, yeah, there was, like, they never built up May and Nick as characters together. So they I need remember some, they when need some backflashes, like if his, if his time in the war, they need to show like some scarring shit so we know something. he's like a broken person. It's something, they, they need to, yeah, or like a past relationship so it can give us a reason why he's so obsessed. Like, yeah. why are you clinging on to this person so hard? It's only been a few months that you dated. And from what we could tell, she hasn't really been that honest or open with you at Listen, all. You don't when really your know shoes are always soggy, you hold on to anything, anything oh, else. Yeah, we forgot to mention it's uh, it's in Miami, but it's like completely yeah. flooded for the most part. So the and entire thing big... is like global warming's bad. Okay, yeah. okay, continue. <laughs> so they can't. They're like no one comes out at during the daytime. It's too hot. But then plenty of people come out during the daytime. <laughs> they say that, but then they have plenty of scenes in the daytime. But yeah, apparently it's like a nocturnal city or some shit, which like premise wise, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. And like the way like the water was covering the streets and everything. I wish they did more with that. Um, But it was just kind of background. Um, But yeah, it just really Hugh Jackman going on this like wild chase to figure out where his lover wet and then you figure out what kind of shit she's been up to and like some bad guys that she's been involved in and then honestly never really gets interesting like i feel like they're trying to do like a futuristic gone girl uh-huh. kind of vibe but with those types of movies those are movies where you're like i need to watch every second of this because i want to know how it ends like the reason i'm continuing to watch it because i need to know how this shit wraps up and i never felt like that during this the whole time i was like Bro, I kind of just want to fast forward through. Well, they needed the strong villain. I want to use his technology, his memory. I I was reminiscing about the times I wasn't watching this movie, bro. Honestly, like it just wasn't. It was the pacing. The it was not. It wasn't there for me, bro. What were you about to say? So the they needed a stronger villain. The the ultimate the big bad at the very end is just like just some person we've seen like two frames of. It's like nothing. Yeah. And he's just a person that is. I'm gonna yeah. divert from you because I thought it was a bump, but you thought it was a bump. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me hear. So, let me off, hear. Off rip. It feels like it feels very derivative of, of Inception, of mm-hmm. of Waterworld, of uh, I seen Water Minority World, Report. Is that Westworld? You talking about Westworld? No, Waterworld. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know what that is. It's a Kevin Costner movie. It's a movie about water. water. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and then what's the? There's a fourth piece. Says it. You said Gone Girl, right? Hmm. Uh, it, oh, it felt very. It, it was. It felt like a derivative of um, fucking altered carbon, because you have like you have this the Netflix series because you yeah, have like the yeah, the, the, the elites that like bifurcate themselves from the rest of society and they they live up in the clouds and shit away from everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's like so it felt a very like derivative. But then as it was going forward, and it was like it was stylish. It looked. It was a good looking mm-hmm. film. I thought the action sequences were cool. Like the whole, the bar shootout scene was great, except for, and I loved that like this guy was speaking Mandarin. So I guess he's Chinese. And, but, um, but so he was like, he was Creole. He sounded Creole, but he was like interjecting Mandarin, which was like interesting, like mixed cultures. And then Mm -hmm. he had like this, he was like this kingpin, but it was low key. And then they had the, the bar shootout and they had at the very end of the bar shootout, that bartender like jumps off of the bar. Oh yeah, what and just like she that, like she bro? like fucking <laughs> she like really popped in, in the middle of the gunfire. Like she did was doing nothing. <laughs> I didn't she know was, who she whose side she was on. I thought she, she was, was, up against, she was she on was the gun like, side. Ah! She just jumped <laughs> she in the middle ripped. and was like, I guess she's I died. Now. Yeah, but dude, okay, like, what's that? <laughs> so it's stylish. It looked it's a good looking movie, but dude, honestly, the thing I love about it most is the fucking soundtrack. Like the that that end credit scene. Uh, save, save my love, save your. I think it's save oh, my Durant, love. Was like Duran Duran or something, or was that? No, no I didn't, that was the Saint. My bad. <laughs> the no. Saint. I do with Duran Duran. It's, uh, it's this I new don't artist. remember the soundtrack. It's this remember. this new artist called uh, Loner L O N R period. And dude, I've been like playing that that song on repeat all day long, bro. It is so fucking good, and like his entire discography is fantastic, mm-hmm. bro. So I think I'm I'm distorting it because that soundtrack <laughs> was so yeah. so good. It's, it's a good looking film. It's a really good yeah. looking film, hundred percent. I mean, I would watch it again. I mean, Hugh Jackman gives a good performance and shit. I like the I like the dynamic between him and her and his partner, the the black chick. I that, like that dynamic is like really bit. cool. But the they definitely need to cool. they need to dive into his like they need to do like flashbacks of like what the war was like because I want to see what the trenches was like when he was, when they were like like shooting I guess poor people in New Orleans and shit I don't know where they're at. <laughs> yeah, yeah we don't know we need to move hopefully do a, a prequel or some shit with that. yeah um, yeah no I see you're talking but I I do think the movie does look good for the most part like I was saying like the city looked cool with uh, the water and like the nighttime city setting and how the city like wakes up at night i thought that whole vibe was cool um hugh jackman i don't know bro like i was just talking to my pops like like i was kind of pumped i'm like yo hugh jackman he doesn't really do that many bad movies and his last thing that i saw him in was um bad education also on hbo where he plays like uh, a, a teacher who's like embezzling mad money um really good fucking performance uh, but I just, I, I didn't, he was just kind of lame to me in this movie. Like there was nothing, usually Hugh Jackman plays characters that you're like, hell yeah, I'm, I'm behind this character. Let's go. And there's moments where like, even like he, he, he still looks good. He's still ripped. There was some cool, um, I would say I did like some of the fight scenes. There was some cool choreography. There was a scene where he picks up a hammer 
and he starts fighting with the hammer. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That like I like that scene. I thought that was pretty cool. I like those vibes. I like the physicality of it, even towards the climax where there's some underwater shit with the piano. I thought that was pretty cool. That was interesting. Um, but overall, I mean, there was, but there was also bad CG. Like they try to do like a a born ultimatum where they like Hugh Jackman jumps over like a oh, rooftop yeah. to get over to like a ledge and he like barely makes any hangs off. It's a Mission Impossible shit where Tom Cruise will actually do that shit and like break his leg. But it was like super fucking CG. And it was like, I, you're trying, it felt like you're trying to recreate. I've seen this in better movies. Is kind of what I felt like. You know what you they should have done? They should have, if 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 they were married, if that was his wife, then mm-hmm. I understand the want for revenge. But they've been, yeah. like you said, they've been dating for like three months. Three months, dude. So it's like There's nothing, yeah. and they haven't even like what what is special about her? Does she don't? I mean, she's not shit. Does she feed the homeless? Like she just sings. And like that's it. She, there's no substance there. That it hasn't shown. You haven't shown me anything to make me like care or maybe like, damn, Hugh Jackman, you got to get her back. Just that would. If you just said that's his wife, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, and all his memories are them of like his memories could have just been their life as a married couple or something, and that would have been the build up there. And I already know, oh, that's his wife. Of course, he's gonna chase after his wife, not some random ass girl that he met three months ago. You know. Yeah, but Carrie, you've been quiet, bro. Yeah. You've been quiet. What's up? Yeah, I just want to say. This is why I appreciate Jamie on this cast and his takes. He's, he just gives such enlightening like responses that I just would never even think of. And he's just like never afraid to be wrong. So the environment, great. The premise, okay. great. We mm-hmm. love mystery, like fighting yeah. shit, trying to figure shit out, going back into the past, looking mm. for clues and shit. <laughs> looking for but, clues, baby. I like that. Like but everything you've said, Gabe, the characters, weak as fuck. I did mm-hmm. not give a shit about anyone in this movie. Mm-hmm. Even Watts, like, her, she was cool, but... She said pasty white ass twice, and I was like, all right, write her off. She's <laughs> dead as a character. You said it once, it was like, uh-huh, it's your pasty white ass joke. Yeah. It's like, she said, it's like, all right, kill her Kill her And so... <laughs> Oh, there's there was bad dialogue, bad character development. So so many. It was it, I. It had so much. It could be good if they just took it a different way. Like such cool concepts and like. I thought Joe and, was a good like, character. Joe was a really good character. The huh? kingpin in New Orleans. The one that I throws in the the one I that throws in the I would say I didn't. I I thought every villain, including Joe came off as goofy and not intimidating. Yeah. But I would care. say I did like the fact that he was throwing in like Mandarin or some shit because it reminded me of like, there's a lot of movies where you got the Spanish gangster and he throws some Spanish or whatever. It's like cool to see that in different cultures now. You know what I'm saying? So I'd be like, yo, that was kind of dope. That was a cool twist. That was something that I haven't seen before. But like just the way he talks, like the word now, yeah. Hugh, Jackman, <laughs> Hugh Jackman first shows up and then he gets his like head in the tank or whatever, and he's like talking to him. Like it just comes off like so weak to me. Like I'm not intimidated here. I feel like Hugh Jackman, even though he's not Wolverine in the scene, can probably take all you motherfuckers out. <laughs> like regardless, he's like 75 years old though. So just, nah. is he really that? How old is he? Like he's 62 like, or 53. Okay, I think okay. I, I looked it up. It's so distorted. It's like yo, I think of like when I turn 30. I like in my mind, I'm like when I turn 30, I'm gonna be. Dead. Like unpalatable oh. <laughs> to any one of the opposite sex. Like I'm gonna be grotesque looking, and this guy is 52, 
looking like a, a snacks case. Like, bro. so good, bro. That's crazy, so, bro. That's why you decided to see him this bullshit, Huh? You got three years to marry this girl at the Panthers game. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lock, lock it down this weekend, bro. Lock it down. Yeah, she's, a, yeah, she's, she's over 30, bro. Oh, okay. So she, so she, are oh, you going for the Cougars now? I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> respect, respect. Well, we're going to watch the Panthers, but I'm going to watch the Cougar, you know what I mean? <laughs> Hopefully she never listens to this. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully this is not that blows up. <laughs> if, she listen, if she listens to this, then it's gone. The date one was, that's fine. No one, hey, yeah. no one will ever listen to this that I would, uh, no, this could be huge one day. This, but, this, be, this will, this will be huge one day. This will be huge. But like, I'm anonymous, so. <laughs> but yeah, I, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Carrie, bro. This shit had like cliches and predictable yeah. plot moments and a lot of repeated dialogue with the same, did the same shit too with a lot of repeated dialogue between like, like, tell me a story, but. Tell me, what is it? Tell me a story, but end it in the middle or some shit. But end like, in the middle because happy stories always end bad, yeah. which I, I don't end, think is right. I like, end that's wrong. End this shit in the beginning. Bro. Did you research, the, 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 research the, the Greek myth that they're referencing throughout the movie? No, no this wasn't a enough. movie where <laughs> there are some movies where, like, yo, I want to do some more research on. This was not one of those movies. <laughs> so if, you, if you read the Greek myth, it's it's this is all derived off of like the the moral of that Greek myth. So like when you read it, kind of put it more in context. Like I liked I liked the movie more after I read the Greek myth because it was like it was like the parallels were there. So it was pretty yeah. cool to like see it translated for a modern audience. But yeah, like could you imagine the ancient <laughs> Greeks? <right? laughs> ancient, ancient Greeks were like, bro, like they were sitting around olive trees and shit, being like, this person went to hell, and then like they turned to stone. And then he escaped, and they got legit got like torn apart by a bunch of lesbians, like like literally from Lesbos and shit. But then, then it's like you take that same Greek, okay. and you're like, hey, listen, you know this story that you've been telling, like by the campfire and the, and the olive trees and shit. We have like this digital world, like this entire production, so many millions of dollars, all these people and shit, just to tell your, the same story. That that's like two paragraphs long, but it has Hugh Jackman. So I mean, like, and he's shirtless. So he's shirtless. So. Uh, he's shirtless. He's ripped. And how's it? Uh, yeah. How is it? How is how is everyone so tan if they're all nocturnal? They should all be pasty as fuck, right? Right. They should be looking like the motherfuckers from the uh, building. Maybe outside sense. during the sun, they're like, it's too hot to be outside. And then they're like, at the very beginning, then everybody's just chilling yeah. outside. Dude, yeah. They have so many scenes where they're just like rolling around outside with blankets and shit. And they're all like lovey dovey. Well, it's at sunset. It's like always at sunset. In, that's true, but it's still. Yeah. I thought it should be like drenched in the sweat. If that, if it's yeah. that serious that they can't live in the during the day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like, I did not see but, a single fan. Yeah, going on. No, not, like, one not one of those misty spray. Yeah, <laughs> they were not feeling any heat. At yeah, all. It should be like come out. if it's so if okay, so if the entire world's underwater. And it's way too hot. Why the fuck are you still in Miami? Go to fucking Montana or some shit, bro. Like, what do you mean? Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> they're poor. That's why they're uh, on dude, the look, outside. Dude. I feel like Hugh Jackman should be. I, I, I started to think they never really discuss like prices because he would just give it away sometimes. Yeah. It's like I want to know how much does it cost to find my keys. Like, if I can pay for this, how much did it just cost? Like, am I fucked? I, if I just sit at a bar. 
Yeah, for real. It must be. He must. That's why they're going. That's why they're going under, bro. Because Hugh Jackman just smashes all his clients. Like that's it. That's how they. Pay so Ross is over there drinking. He's over there like fucking all the clients. I mean, that sounds like a pretty good business model for me, bro. Bro. Yeah. What What would you give this carry? Yo, it's a uh, low futon. Low this futon. is this is the same as the Saint. Like, Whoa. didn't give a shit about the female lead, and I, uh, the the main guy character. I was like, whatever. Watch the strong female, please. She is what? when she comes in shooting. When she comes in guns blazing, Literally. that one scene that was dope. I'll give her that. Yeah, like, um, but it's a rip beanbag shirt. For you. <laughs> she's like, like I, I, I see, my daughter is in Indiana or some shit. Oh my god! <laughs> I see. I see what you're saying about it being similar to the Saint because it, it does have cheesy moments. But the Saint was like pure fun to me. The Saint was like, we know we're not serious. We're not. We're in '97. We're having a good time here. You know, we're doing disguises and shit. Where this is like trying to take itself really serious, and it really wants us to be like follow Hugh Jackman and where is it going? So that for me, I feel like that's the difference there, um, and that's why I give it a rip beanbag chair. What's up, bro? I meant the same as in like I didn't care about the characters. Everything else could be different, but it was that, that's okay. the aspect I chose. <laughs> I got you. Are you said couch bump, uh, James Key. Because the soundtrack. Don't revise it, Jamie. Stand strong. The soundtrack pushes the it over. It pushes it from a futon. It's it's stylish. It's stylish. I like it. I like. I enjoyed. I like it. I would have like. liked. I would have liked seeing it in the theaters. I thought with the sound and the visuals would have been cool to see it like in a, a big screen. Bro, it's a very immersive like world. But. If I saw this in the theaters, bro, I would have came out steaming, bro. I'd have asked for my money back. I would have threw my popcorn, bro, just for to make a statement. This is not one you should go <laughs> for me personally. For me personally, this is like if you can go to theaters right now during our time, like during COVID time, during these trends, and time. and it's on HBO Max. Come on, son. I watched this shit at like three in the morning. Like, carry. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, but uh, this this is like a perfect example of a COVID movie. It's just like a oh. movie that looks good on paper, should be good, but it, it's just come out during the wrong time. And it's, Dude, it's got a cool ass premise and they yeah. do nothing with it. Like the, the point so where they're rough. like investigating crimes and shit, like yeah. let's do more of this. Yeah. Let's do yeah. some of that shit where it turns into Batman and you're like figuring out, you know, the clues yeah. and all of that. Like, the relationship just ruined the like, like mystery uh, investigation yeah. It's like there's so much potential that this machine yeah. can do. And like, let's go into the vodka. Like you have this cool drug. Oh yeah. The alien drug. diamond to it. They're like, all right, go you're addicted to vodka the rest of your life. And it's like, all right, but she still looks gorgeous on vodka. Yeah. So it's not so that bad. Like, yeah, the side effects is she has no emotion and she's a badass. I'm like, that sounds dope. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, so you have like your confidence is like out of this world now yeah. <laughs> what the fuck like look what you can pull off <laughs> you can pull off these fucking cons and shit i, I don't but know i, I really... like the part where they were like they like they they should go more into where, where they would like lead you down the wrong path and like the dude was like burning alive the rest of his life that, shit was, dope. that yeah. was cool it was that cool shit like that or, like in the interrogation scene where like the one dumb cop like takes over and he's like yo so tell me about this this and that and then it just like starts taking Fries the guy's brain and Hugh Jackman was just like yeah you pretty much just killed the guy I mean I could help you out and he's like all patient and shit like that they had good moments yeah. you know and just and it was funny with the the one detective lady who's like who the fuck cares about this bimbo let's move on and then he's like oh, I'm sweating he was like sweating like that's uh that's who I'm obsessed with actually <laughs> but uh yeah, that was, okay, so what was really cool 
like a really cool scene was where he was where she they did the whole thing where you know this is a memory and people are going to see it she did the whole monologue to Hugh Jackman's uh, character while talking to um, whatever the fuck that guy's name was I know like, about forget his name. Like knowing that Hugh Jackman would see that memory, the memory, and would see like that was so cool. Like the the transcend, like using the manipulation of time. And shit. That was, see, she was we high were, as we fuck. Were going, yeah, that was. What did you say, Gary? She was high as fuck. Yeah, like that to me was not. I could see how that might be cool, but to me, I just felt like really cheesy. Yeah, because the guy Agreed. receiving the conversation. I mean, like, there was actually a funny me? shot. There was a funny <laughs> shot where there was a funny shot where it cut back to him, and he was like, "What?" Like he had a face like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then but he was like, like, "I can dig this." But like she's like, Nick. she's like looking into his eyes and like touching his face and everything. Like if it was actually Hugh Jackman, it was just like so like. I don't know. It just took me out of it. Like, what is this? What, what am she I watching like, right what now? What she reading her, her first hand over the burnt part? And she's like, ugh. And then she missed, moved it over. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> broke, broke the train of thought there. My bad. <laughs> she's trying to be in the character. I, I don't know, man. It's just, ah, I wanted to like it. It's Hugh Jackman, you know what I'm saying? But. And like, what, so are, the, what are the odds that like this, this investigation in someone in New Orleans, like just so happens that she's in this one memory that they're investigating, like, it's like, what's the? Yeah. Well, I guess one because I don't fucking know. I don't. I, don't I mean, I guess, I guess it would make sense. If we really break it down, it probably wouldn't. If we like, like to, to your point, down, to, to your what? point, okay. I, with Inception, I wanted to watch Inception over and over to yeah. learn mm-hmm. more and understand it. Yep. But then, like, if Nolan had like a producer credit on this. I think it could have been great. It could have been like maybe. I mean, no one's had producer credits on Batman v Superman and <laughs> other shit like that. So I don't know if that would help. <laughs> but maybe if he was like in the writers' room or something, or if he just like I mean, the shit's Inception. It's just adjacent, so it's like just make Inception again. Just in a, yeah. Different. In a way, they could. I feel like they should have done. They could have done more shit with the dreams. I don't know. They, they should have done a heist within the dreams, bro. Oh, they were missing a heist. They needed a heist. They needed to get a team together. They needed a, uh, a son of you, son of a bitch, I'm in moment. You know, that's what they, they needed. needed and Elliot Page book. came and did like her or his uh, his film debut as Elliot Page. That'd be dope. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was our episode. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to watch next week. Um, I'm kind of feeling like we should watch a show. People have been telling me to watch Titans. Um, another one people suggested what what Warrior. If? Is, is What If out? What If? It? Okay, we can watch. We can, if you, uh, it's on Disney Plus. There's like a couple episodes out oh. of What If. So we could possibly watch a couple of those. Uh, I'll let you guys know what we watch. I still got to look through it. Because it really, I know Adam Driver, he just had a movie drop on Amazon Prime. I think it's called Jesus. The Nest or something like that. Yeah, I've been hearing good um, stuff about that. So that could be one. That we watch possibly maybe another Val Kilmer movie or an oldie. I, I heard a uh, what is it? It's a Top Secret. I heard Top Secret's good. Top Secret. I'm it's not. Fun. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I've seen that one. So that could be. Yo, Gustavo, be let me know what you think about Top Secret. Tell me about it. <laughs> well, all right. Appreciate you guys. Uh, go ahead and give us a, a review. Subscribe. Share with your friends. Uh, check out our website. Yeah, share with couch. your enemies, bro. Share with your enemies. <laughs> uh, couch-bum.com. We appreciate you. See you next time. Bye.